are doing a special episode today on immune health and um, what that means during these times. And we are going to focus on things that we can control. So let's realize, people, there are a lot of things that are out of our control. We're going to talk about the things we can control today, and there are actually a lot of them. Um, we're not going to get into the the um, the issues with the government shutdown, anything like that, because those are things we can't control. We are going to talk about the things we can control. So stay with us. This is a two-part series. Um, we're going to do another another stream at 2 o'clock on Thursday, so stay stay tuned. And today I do have on the line, I have... Um, Julian Martinez. He is a representative from Orthomolecular, and he will be um, helping me present and talk about um, special nutrients that, that we can use in our body um, during these times. So um, as always, we'll be streaming um, live on my Facebook. Hey, that, that You'll see us there and the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacies YouTube. So um, please check in there. These will also be archived on uh, most of the podcast forums. So be aware of that. All right. So with that, get started. We're, we are we are streaming with Julian, and we are streaming on um, we are streaming from Zoom, and we are trying to um, uh, share my screen. So hopefully everybody can can follow along. Okay. And let's see. I'm I'm working on that now. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, Julian, are you there? Can we hear? Can you hear us? Okay, I can hear you. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, I'm happy right. to be here. Um, just FYI, Sean, I'm not seeing the the content on my end. Nope, I haven't shared the screen yet, so I'm working okay. on that. I'm working on that right now. Perfect. All right, let's see if. All right, let's see if that works. Um, are you seeing it now, Julian? I'm seeing it now. Yeah, you can go ahead and hit the. You're seeing it now. Yep. Perfect. It's ready to go. All right. Let me just move some things so I can see. Okay. Um. So, we're we're talking about the essentials of immune health. So we're going to talk about eight of them over this two part series, and um, we're going to talk about four of them today. So remember, we're talking about things we can control. There's a lot of things we can't control. So. Um, you know, one of the things is, is prevention. We're going to talk about that today. So our immune system works like troops. So think of our, think of us, think of our immune system as our troops. And by the way, if there's any of our veterans that are listening in, um, we appreciate your service. Thank you for your service. So there's many different ways that many different troops that we have to defend ourselves and our body. Um, that's our bodies are the same way, whether it be the intestinal tract, whether it be our skin, um, many different ways we have to defend our, to defend ourselves from possible toxins, possible um, um, things that could hurt us. So here's some important things. To develop a healthy immune system, it must have a good foundation in the early stages. So we're not born with a very healthy immune system. That's one of the reasons why breastfeeding is so important. Um, many, many antibodies are, are um given to the baby through a mother's breast milk. So that's why it's important for the mom to be healthy. Um, so the baby can, can, can have the healthy immune system also. So that's a good foundation in the early, early stages. So, and be trained. Think about our troops. Our troops have to be trained and they have to be trained on when to act, um, 
appropriately and, and not against us, but for us. So be strong enough to defend ourselves against potential threats. So the stronger we make them, just like the stronger our troops are, the, the better our immune systems are at fighting off disease. And be smart to avoid autoimmunity. Autoimmunity is when our bodies start fighting against themselves. That is definitely not a good thing. We're going to talk about that. So the eight essentials of immune health. Secure the borders. Most of your immune system lives in your gut lining. Um, there's been studies to show 70 to 90% of all of our immune system is in our gut lining. Now, what does that mean? That means our gut lining is not only... It protects us from things that are bad, but also has important immunities in it to help us to not absorb things that are bad and to kill things that are bad. Um, and without proper digestion, we cannot absorb things from our foods and get the nutrients that we need for our bodies to have a strong immune system. So gut health is so, so important. Um, think about it. We, you know, you've heard the term, we are what we eat. If we can't absorb our nutrients appropriately, we're not eating the appropriate nutrients and we're not absorbing the appropriate nutrients, we aren't going to be healthy. So proper digestion is the key. So we chew food, okay? There are enzymes in food that help us dissolve food and help us absorb certain things, mostly salivary amylase, which carbohydrates are... Uh, that is an enzyme that helps break down carbohydrates. Um, that is actually in saliva. We have stomach acid. Stomach acid, especially in, in conventional medicine, gets so many bad raps. We talk about stomach acid causing so many diseases like, um, you know, reflux, gastrointestinal reflux. Very, very popular medications are called the proton pump inhibitors, um, also known as Prilosec, also known as Prevacid. Um, available generically. Those are medications, strong and acids, so to speak, that help break down acid in our stomach. Now, that might sound good in the short term because it'll stop us from, you know, that reflux feeling or that acid stomach, the stomach um, heartburn that, that it's called. But long term, we need acid in our tummies. Our bodies are made, our tummies are made to be acidic. Without the acid in our tummies, there's a lot of nutrients we can't absorb. Um, I can tell you a lot of minerals. Think about it. Minerals like calcium, minerals like magnesium, they need acid to be broken down. Um, vitamin D, for instance, is a, is a um, vitamin also that needs acid to be broken down. We can't absorb those things well if we don't have proper acid. Um, Julian, do you want to talk about anything there at all? Yeah, you know, I, I do want to chime in on here. I mainly just, I, I really like this image because it really gives the audience an understanding that there's a step-by-step -step process that gets food or nutrients ready for it to be absorbed. And it all starts with chewing, right? I, I, I want everybody to, when they see this, to really take the time to slow down and chew. I was, I was sitting the other, I was sitting last night actually eating dinner, watching TV not thinking about chewing. I was, I was, I was, I was swallowing too quickly. And essentially there was at the end of the day, there ended up being undigested foods because I didn't take the time to properly chew my food. So I, I always emphasize on that, that, uh, that area, but you're absolutely right. You know, there's, there's, there's steps that get you ready for inspection. Let's just say, um, dude, you know, according to the slide, right. Um, so to your food, the acids are essential and digestive enzymes are essential. 
if you feel like you struggle with areas um, like uh, digestive enzymes, there are professional grade supplements to help uh, that will help uh, increase the digestive enzymes to help break down some of those protein, fats, and carbs um, that are actually in our line and that are carried at, um, at Sean's Pharmacy. Um, so I do highly recommend if you have any type of digestion issues, instead of resorting to things like he mentioned PPIs, start having some more colorful, healthier foods um, that are that are that are easier to break down and then supplement um, quality digestive enzymes to help with uh, that transition. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for, for that, Julian. And, you know, my belief as a pharmacist, in fact, even if you read the package insert of the PPIs, i.e. the Prevacids and the Prilosec, they are meant to be short term, um, six weeks maximum. Um, if you're on those long term, it is not good um, and they're hard to get off of. It changes the interior of your stomach lining. So it makes it very, very hard to get off of them. So, you know, if you have any questions, um, please, please call us and we will we will kind of help you to, to guide you through that process. So I know it can be extremely hard and painful to try to get off them. So um, ready for inspection um, before. So once the food is there, it gets to the lining and it should be absorbed in the small intestine. But you have to have good microbiome. What is microbiome? Micro meaning small, bio meaning life. So small, small, small bacteria usually that help us to break down food and nutrients so they can be absorbed. If we don't have that good bacteria in our system, then those nutrients will not be absorbed. Any patient that I see normally that has any kind of gastrointestinal issue, whether it be reflux, whether it be diarrhea, whether it be constipation, the first thing I address with them is um, the microbiome. And there are good probiotics that you can take to help increase that microbiome. Um, I like Ortho's product, um, Orthobiotic. It's got its high potency. Um, 20 billion CFUs, colony forming units. It's also the only one I know of that has Saccharomyces boulardii in it, which is a non-pathogenic yeast, which is like good bacteria, but it's a good yeast. So it helps pr to prevent the bad yeast from growing. Do you have anything to, to say about that, Julian? Um, yeah, I mean, so orthobiotic absolutely is a great daily probiotic that you can take to help increase the, the, the beneficial bacteria in your, in your gut. Um, but to, to really talk about the microbiome for just a minute is that the microbiome is what's going to allow uh, passage in uh, through the, the enterocytes, with the, which are, I know he's going to get back to the slides, which the enterocytes that are those pink, um, like let's just say soldiers, you know, he was stop mentioning soldiers. Those are, those are there to protect you from any harmful substances that might be passing through and getting into your immune system, your microbiome essentially is 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 the is the area that's going to allow um, essentially that star or that that um, let you go back to it. Um, the microbiome is what's going to allow that star to get past the the enterocytes, the pink area down to the bloodstream and to be distributed to where, uh, where it needs to be. Um, so yes, essentially you want to make sure that you have, um, a healthy microbiome 
And if you do have any issues, like you mentioned, so many GI enteropathies, um, I do recommend using orthobiotic, which is a multi-strain probiotic um, that's shelf-stable, non-refrigeration, that has um, studied individual strains that have been shown to really improve uh, gut dysbiosis. So um, yes, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I highly recommend that as part of foundational um, nutrients you should be taking daily. All right, thank you, thank you for that, um, Julian. Yep. So let me let me go back to that slide. All right, so that is a little bit on microbiome. Uh, let's see, my slides on dancing here. Okay, so if you have that good microbiome, it, it has a you have a better chance of things being absorbed um, into your bloodstream. That is a good thing. And in your bloodstream and through your liver and all those processes, there that's where you have healthy immune cells. So if you have a healthy gut, you are going to, chances are, you're going to have a healthier immune system. That's just a fact. So that's why our grandma's always told us you are what you eat. So steps that must go right in the process. Chew. Julian went over that. Saliva. Saliva, I went over that with carbohydrate um, um, absorption. Um, transport via esophagus and add stomach acid and add digestive enzymes. If we don't have the stomach acid and we don't have the digestive enzymes, we cannot dissolve and properly absorb our food and get the proper nutrients from it and present it to the immune system. So um, I kind of already went into this, but that stuff will not be admitted into your body until that, that happens. So there's, it's kind of, think of it as a security line in an airport. If there is, it's not foolproof, but that's sure going to help. That's sure going to help prevent a lot of problems from happening. Um, I'm not sure in this slide if we talk about the liver at all, but I will talk about that a little bit because anything that is absorbed from your intestinal tract um, will go into the liver first before it gets into your general bloodstream. That's another protection mechanism to prevent us from getting toxins, okay, um, in our bodies. So it's important to have a healthy liver also. So when we do get toxins, all kinds of toxins, um, we can process them appropriately. Um, Julian, do you want to hit on that at all? The like liver, liver, liver. Um, yeah, healthy I mean, liver and toxic detoxification. Yeah, I mean, so I think at the end of the day, like anything that passes through has to go through the liver. Um, and then get distributed. But if you don't have um, an opt, if your liver, let's just say your liver is not functioning optimally, it's going to have trouble obviously detoxifying certain things. Or if you're having, if you're constantly having to put in harmful substances into your body that require a higher workload of, uh, of your liver, um, this can also cause health problems. So that is definitely an important area that you do want to make sure is functioning um, efficiently. So doing a seven day detox once a quarter, just to ensure that you know, give your liver a break by adding really healthy nutrients um, um, through like an elimination diet and then making sure that you have uh, a sufficient amount of micronutrients to help with phase one and phase two detoxification. And I, I don't want to go too often on a tangent, um, but these are all tools that 
will help you and your immune system. And these are all things that should be a part of your lifestyle modifications, whether it's, you know, if you're in the process of adding in a healthier diet and exercise, these are all things that could be done to help um, really speed up the process of having a, a stronger immune system and increasing uh, um, your baseline immunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you for that, Julian. Um, dysbiosis. We talked about that. That's basically when you have the wrong bacteria in your system. So a good probiotic is very, very important um, for um, healthy immune system, a any kind of digestion, but also a healthy immune system. Okay. So what, what causes dysbiosis? So why in the first place would we have a disruption of that good bacteria in our system? So probably, I'm not going to say the number one reason, but it's a big reason, is antibiotics. Um, you know, antibiotics are life-saving, you know, antibacterial antibiotics that kill bad bacteria. Well, unfortunately, they don't discriminate either a lot of times. I mean, they do somewhat, but they will kill some good bacteria also. So how many of us have ever taken antibiotics? Probably all of us have taken antibiotics at one time in our life or, or another. Maybe not, but most of us have. Well, those bacteria can, those antibiotics can kill the good bacteria in our system too, which causes a dysbiosis. So it's important to have those healthy bacteria to make sure they're there to kill the bad bacteria, to kill the bad parasites, to kill the bad yeast. So um, that's why I think most any person can probably benefit from a good probiotic. Um, poor lifestyle. So, you know, bacteria are no different than humans, okay? Um, they they, they want to eat good food. And if they don't have good food and good nutrients, they will not survive. Think about this. This is the analogy I like to give to people when they ask about eating healthy. Well, one of the simplest things I like to say is, in general, if it doesn't rot, don't eat it. Think about that. What causes things to rot? Okay, well, we'll go through oxidation. We'll just pass over that oxidation through sunlight and things like that or, or just hitting oxygen in general. But what causes mold, you know, some things to cause them to rot is bacteria and fungus eating them. Well, if food doesn't rot, that means bacteria and funguses aren't eating them. They're not growing on them. So if bacteria and funguses can't grow on them and can't survive on them, how good are those nutrients going to be in our body? Um, I think that's a great question to ask. So if it doesn't rot, don't eat it. If we're eating a lot of processed foods, then those bacteria that are supposed to be healthy in our intestinal tract, they're not going to be healthy. So um, that can be a big issue. Um, also, if we eat things that might we that might cause us some kind of allergy, and it might we might not even know it unless we've eliminated that food group before. Um, that's why I'm also a big believer in, you know, in trying an elimination diet. And if you do that elimination diet along with, um, a good, um, um, you know, cleanse for the liver, it's a good, good way to cleanse out your system. So, um, stress, um, we're under a lot of stress, whether it be physical or whether it be mental, we can be under a lot of stress. And if we're not getting the rest that our body needs, then our our gut biome it will be in dysbiosis. So excess body fat, I think we all know about that. It can put extra stress on our body. Um, so here's the big picture. It, all these things can be necessarily, can be bad um, for for our, our intestinal tract, which will cause, cause it to have poor integrity, which means things won't be absorbed appropriately. So um, 
you have anything to add to that, Julian? Yeah. Do you actually mind going? Is it? I don't want to complicate things, or I don't want to send you back. Um, but I mean, are you able to go to the slide before this? Sure, absolutely. Let me okay. this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to emphasize and really just uh, reiterate what you were saying. I mean, so antibiotics, it's 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 obviously it's necessary. It's very beneficial in wiping out some sort of uh, um, uh, infectious bacteria or harm bacteria. So um, supplementing probiotics after a treatment of antibiotics is very important um, to just to ensure that you have really a, a strong gut integrity. You know, you, you want you want to have a healthy, you don't want dysbiosis. You don't want that black star to be coming in. You want that nice uh, bright golden star that the body recognizes and allows to come in into uh, into your uh, in your your blood system. Um, and if you're looking at the, say, you know, looking at what can affect it, you know, food, obviously foods like processed foods, stress, excess body fat, um, 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 medications, all of these things don't come, um, are, are, I mean, well, let's take a step back. Uh, medications don't come to the body as something um, natural, right? It's not food. It, it's synthetic. So it doesn't recognize it. Right. So, and then stress and excess body fat, those are also harmful, um, harmful to your, 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 your gut lining. The thing that the, the soldiers that are protecting, you can see that in the middle, it's nice and healthy. And then if you go to the left and right, you look at your junction starting to create these gaps. Now, originally when we had it healthy, it required, it required permission from the gut microbiome to be allowed in. Now, if you have open junctions, bad components or harmful substances or harmful components could be passing through the gut barrier um, and into the blood system, which will cause inflammation. And if you have constant, um, uh, if you have gut permeability like it is here, you're going to have that constant chronic inflammation. And the reason I'm emphasizing on this is because we do have a product in our line called SBI Protect, uh, which is a serum-derived bovine immunoglobulin, and that that is a that has been clinically studied to bind to a, a wide variety of pathogens, including um, like LPS, lipopolysaccharides, uh, some of the most positive toxin A and B, some of the most potent triggers that cause or elicit an immune response. SBI binds to those components to where it even if you have those open junctions, it'll bind to it, making it too big to where it'll just get removed through waste instead of uh, it passing through and causing that chronic inflammation we talked about. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Sorry, I got off on a little tangent there. No, 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 no. We appreciate it. That's why you're I think here. It's important. Yeah, I think it's important to understand that um, there's things that we can do. Like we, the whole topic about today is there's things that we can do today to protect our immune system. 80% of our immune system is in our gut. And that's because most of our threats are also in our gut. And so if the stronger our gut is, that will essentially address 80% of the harmful, harmful, harmful threats that are coming through. So I, I do really want to um, emphasize on gut health and the importance of it. Um, so to really wrap that up is uh, there are things you can do, SBI protects, probiotics, 
Um, if you're not doing something along those lines, um, I highly recommend seeing Sean and talking to him about these products. Yeah, thank you for that, Julian. Yeah. Okay, so inflammation. So let's see. Let let's talk. We can talk quickly about inflammation, but I mean that's a that could be a whole other podcast in itself. But um, you know, inflammation obviously is not good. Um, I I I think about this. Think about the things that you know. Think about the diseases we treat: um, arthritis, um, osteoarthritis, um, allergic rhinitis. You know, those are all. Itis means inflammation, and you think about all the diseases that we treat in our that are treated in our bodies that are really um, inflammatory responses. And 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 don't get me wrong, inflammatory responses are good. I think we're gonna. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, um, but when they start attacking your own body, then it can be bad. So strategic alignings. The gut lining has many tenants. It's important to have the right balance of tenants. We talk about that. More beneficial bacteria equals less germs. This is this is not just something that, you know, mainstream medicine knows this too. Um, there are... There has been studies to show, like with Saccharomyces boulardii, for instance, when people have gotten really, really bad, bad, what's called C. difficile, Clostridium difficile, which is a bacteria that is resistant to many, many different antibiotics. Um, there was studies to show that Saccharomyces boulardii could help to kill that bacteria. And that was back in the 70s. So this is nothing new. Healthy, healthy um, gut equals healthy body or it gives you a better a better chance of having a healthy body. So eliminate the enemy presence. So community hygiene and personal hygiene. Let's talk about community hygiene. I was um, talking about this a lot. Um, you know, this is something that has been talked about a lot over the last few weeks, right? So let's talk about the things we can control. Think about community hygiene. So you know what really changed the world of, of, of infectious disease? Um, it's not the antibiotics. It wasn't penicillin. It wasn't the sulfas. It wasn't the, the development of antibiotics necessarily. It was probably the development of indoor plumbing because when we had indoor plumbing, there were a lot of diseases that were eliminated in the world. I'm sorry, not eliminated, but reduced in, the, in those communities that had indoor plumbing. And if you still think about it, in countries that don't have indoor plumbing, in many third world countries where they don't have good indoor plumbing, you know, waterborne diseases is still the number one killer, either from like Girardia or dysentery because they don't have indoor plumbing. So that is more of a community hygiene. Although when we talk about, you know, that, that goes just down the line into personal hygiene, those are things we can affect. Hand washing, 95% of all infectious disease Listen up, 95% of all infectious disease can be prevented by proper hand washing. Think about that. Those are, you know, don't, don't, don't trust me. Look those up. That is true. Hand washing saves lives for sure. So obviously regular bathing and oral hygiene. You know what's interesting about the oral hygiene is that there's a lot to be said about oral hygiene and risks of other diseases. Remember I was talking about inflammation gingivitis is inflammation of the gums and dentists are actually one of the first medical professionals to diagnose a lot of different diseases because so many things originally originate um, from the mouth we shouldn't be surprised about that because if we don't have a healthy mouth then we're not going to be able that that's 
part of our intestinal tract with chewing. We're not going to be able to absorb a lot of nutrients appropriately. So there's there's a risk of um, you know gingivitis and cardiovascular disease. So bad oral hygiene equals cardiovascular disease. There's been many studies to show that. So avoid enemy territory. Okay, enemies are different for children versus adults versus for seniors. So kids. Remember I talked about kids and breast or you know infants and breastfeeding or newborns and breastfeeding. That's where they get exposed to germs. Um, and, and so they get antigens um, and antibodies from, from their mom, mother's breast milk. And so they can fight off disease that, that their mom was exposed to. If they didn't have that, they would have, they, they would have a much more difficult time living in an environment that has disease in it. So that being said, we can't live in a, non-toxic environment we have to live in an you know we have there's bacteria and there's and there's viruses all around us that's not that that's been the same for thousands of years and we need to be able to protect ourselves from them the thing is you need to have an immunity immunity to the, uh, you need to have a healthy immune system so having an immune response for those things is a good thing um think about think about this this is a good analogy i think i went backwards sorry um so think about the immunity. Think about what we're told. Um, for those of you that are listening that are Americans, what are we told when we go to Mexico? Do not drink the water, right? Well, Mexicans drink the water and they don't have a problem with it at all. Why? Because they have been exposed to the bacteria that bacteria that are in that water um, and they have built up a defense to it. So I'm not saying go to Mexico and drink the water. I'm not saying that because I still would not go to Mexico and drink the water. Um, but you get what I'm saying there. That's a great analogy. They've been exposed to it. So that's why it doesn't harm them. Adults. So adults have been exposed to a lot of those um, germs already. So their body should be ready to defend themselves against it. So um, one of the things that that happens with adults, though, is there are a lot more allergens. Now, typically, when we think of allergies, we think of oh, let's let's just name one: hay fever. It's like oh, I have hay fever, and I get, you know, I get stuffy and I get clogged up. It's it's more than that. There are certain things that we can be a little bit allergic to, i.e., maybe let's call it instead of allergy, let's call it an insensitivity. insensitivity. Um, gluten, gluten is a common one. There are some patients that are very insensitive to gluten, not necessarily allergic, but their body does amount a little bit of a, a, an immune response from it and it causes issues. Obviously the best thing to do would be to eliminate gluten. Um, and that's how they would change their lifestyle. So diet, diets are very, very important. So, um, now as we age, as we age, we look, we have more chronic inflammation for many different reasons, the breakdown process of the body. There are th certain things that we can do to prevent that, but there are, you know, um, it, it is our, our immune system is not as strong when we age. So that's one of the reasons like what's going on now with the coronavirus and COVID-19 that still mostly the people that die are still elderly people. Um, and that's because their immune systems aren't as strong. So it makes a lot of sense for them to avoid antigens, which are germs, um, and to have as, which those cause inflammation along with other things, but to avoid all those things, all the things that they can, um, to prevent, to prevent problems. So that is our first, you have anything to add to that, Julian? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to touch up on, you know, this, this wasn't meant for to have be the topic of COVID-19. Um, uh, but 
I mean, the idea of this is is, is to is to educate everybody out that that there that there, there's things that we can do, right? Um, if we're going 65 year old senior, 65, a healthy 65 year old that really takes care of their body, um, uh, you know, diet and exercise, and then a 65 year old that's eating fast food, the person that's taking care of themselves, they're going to have a better fighting chance against any viruses, whether it's COVID or anything that they're exposed to. So what I'm trying to say is that instead of just sitting around and panicking, I would say, try to be proactive about this. Take this, take this time to, as to take this time to be an opportunity to really change small, maybe small lifestyle modifications in the meantime, adding some more colorful foods, vegetables that are going to have some of those natural beneficial bacteria, um, add some supplementation to the lifestyle modifications, um, like probiotics. If you're stressed, you know that you're opening up, you're potentially opening up tight junctions, um, causing dysbiosis. If you're having poor foods or if you're doing antibiotics, um, if you fall into those categories, your immune system is becoming, um, more and more compromised. And as you get older, like that slide showed, as you get older, your, you, your immune system becomes more and more compromised. So, um, there are, so I'm not saying this is going to cure anything, but there are things that you can do in your home and with supplementation to help your to help give yourself a better fighting chance. The, the, what I want for everybody here is to is to have the goal to really increase your your immune resiliency, your ability to bounce back from be, from 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 encountering a virus. So. Um, I'm really excited. I think it's 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 huge that Sean is doing this. I think this is very important. I think healthcare professionals in um, your city and your area should be putting out quality information about your immune system to give you a better understanding of what you can do. Um, so I, I really applaud Sean for doing this and taking the steps to help out the community of Moses Lake uh, and other people that he's connected with in, in other areas of Washington, maybe outside of Washington. Um, I, I'm really excited for the second part of this. We're, we're going to go into more micronutrient um, support to help optimize mitochondria function in some other areas. Um, so stay tuned. We're going to be back on Thursday at 2 p.m. Um, but until then, I'll let Sean wrap it up. Uh, but I'm, I was, I'm happy to be on here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so thank you for uh, um, making this happen, Julian. I appreciate you having me on. I, I appreciate you being on the show and, and sharing your expertise. So that is part one. We're going to do part two Thursday at two o'clock again. So let's just recap some things that we can change. Okay. Remember, um, that's why we're doing this because there, there are certain things we can't control and things we can control. So the things we can control is... Um, eating healthy, uh, eating healthy, um, also rest, you know, we will die without sleep before we'll die without food. So make sure that you are getting plenty of rest because that is how your immune system recovers. Um, the other thing is movement, not necessarily exercise and, 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 you know, that can vary from every, everybody's it's all relative. So, but movement is important too, to keep our, to keep our bodies healthy. Um, yeah, that's all I have. So you're listening to a special edition of health solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Um, tune in Thursday for the second half. Thank you for listening and watching.